0: Early this morning super early little before work action try to do a show last night I was working on it man you get tired you get tired I was up at like five o'clock in the morning the day before doing other stuff going to work Long day so we got a morning show today it is Wednesday October twenty-eighth. October flew by we had my birthday the 20th we had edge of your seat podcast birthday, October 22nd, and that is the show you're listening to, so if you haven't, I mean if you want to, you can give Edge of Your Seat Podcast a birthday shout out, officially one years old, now one years old in a few days, and it's only because of you, the listeners, tuning in, checking us out, listening to our guests, big shout out to all the guests that we've had on Edge of Your Seat Podcast, making this fun, memorable, and worth checking out. Yeah, early morning show, and we are literally flying in. Our guest today is Bo Gerber, a senior at St. Bede, and he's trying to get his pilot's license. He is flying right now, maybe not this instant, but in general, flying right now, trying to get his license. He's enjoying it, he loves it. That's what he wants to do. He wants to fly big planes all over the place. So happy for him doing what he wants to do, getting that opportunity at a young age. Still in high school, knows what he wants to do. And he's doing it. That's awesome. Amazing. Mad props to Bo. And keep pushing. Keep pushing. Doing what you want to do. Everybody listen to this. Always keep pushing for what you want to do. Trying to make your dreams come true. You will never hear a bad word about that on Edge of Podcast. No matter what it is. If it's your dream, push for it. I must be raring and ready to go. Early morning podcast. But yeah, I really mean that. Interview Podcast really means that. Push for your dreams, make them come true. I'm your host, Brandon LaChance. It's going to be a shorter sort of show. Got Gerber, of course, and then we're going to break down the World Series. NBA's over, NHL's over. High school sports are waiting for Saturday as boys and girls cross-country sectional is on Saturday. All the other sports are done. And then once that happens on Saturday, cross-country is done. And then we're going to take a break. Don't know what is going to happen next. The only sport that seems like it's going to be happening for the most part is bowling. Basketball, thanks to Governor J.B. Pritzker, has been given the high warning level or high risk level and is putting the season on hold. Said they didn't terminate it, didn't cancel it, but putting it on hold to see if numbers can go down. I get we are worried about kids' safety, safety first, but, you know, sports are being playing everywhere, there's a case here, a case there, they quarantine, then they're good, and then they come back, there hasn't been any deaths, these teams, players, have been playing together for a little while now, they've been in the gym, are going to have those exceptions, and we're going to have to adapt, shutting everything down at this point, after we've been going through this since March, it's pretty much from November, We're legit in November in like three days, four days. That is a long time. And we haven't got anything taken care of. Nothing is done. The virus is still here. So why are we still trying to put dampers on our lives and things like that when it doesn't matter if you do because it didn't go away anyway. Everybody stayed quarantined. Sports were canceled in the spring. Nothing was going on. It's still here. Nothing changed. So why stunt our life when it's not going anywhere? The things that were needed to be done were supposedly done, and nothing has changed. I don't know. Don't want to get on the soapbox here. But, I mean, I guess that's what you do on a podcast, so maybe I should, right? But there is no reason to say, hey, no basketball whatsoever. And when the spring season comes, which is actually going to be February, and it's going to be super cold, and the ground's going to be crazy hard, for football, it seems like they're going to do the same thing at this point. I mean, why wouldn't they? Football's the most... Contact sport that we have. So, you're going to tell all these kids after pumping them up saying, Hey, we're going to try to have seasons. We're just going to move them. And yes, there was backlash about that. Now, you're going to tell them, Hey, we're going to put you on hold. You might not have a season at all. You might have a season. I don't know what's going on, but that just seems super crazy. It does to me anyway. I hope we can get it figured out. I hope we can get the basketball players on the court. We don't have to have fans there. We can live stream, put them on Facebook Live. I'll watch. Lots of other people will watch. They were doing that for other things already. Just let the kids play. This is their last few years in high school. A lot of these seniors may never touch a basketball again in organized sports. And we're gonna take all that away from them for something that's not changing or going away anyway when we try to be cautious and be prepared and quarantine and social distance everywhere. We're wearing masks and we're doing everything we're being told and it's still here. So now we're gonna punish them, take away those few moments of their lives that they are not gonna get back again. I remember when I was a kid, they'd be like, hey, make sure you're not smoking cigarettes, don't do drugs, don't do this, don't drink, don't go to that party to make sure you don't get in trouble. Well, I went to a couple of those parties. I was drinking and I got suspended and I got told I couldn't play. I did come back, I had to do some things to get back, but I did get back. I made those choices though. I did that. I am the one that decided whether I was going to play or not. You're not even giving these kids a chance. So it's almost like, you know what, hey, don't go play sports. Go do all those other things because, let's face it, what else is there to do around this rural area? That's unfair to them. It's almost like you're telling them to do the other things instead of playing sports and being involved. Especially after you told them that they're going to have an opportunity to play. So you put their hearts and heads up high, and then you're slowly going to take it away. I hope this changes. I hope they figure that out. This is not a right move, I don't feel. I do understand the safety of kids and us as a people. Of course, we all want to be safe. But at this point it's like they're just getting sick and then they're back nobody's dying kids are being quarantined when they didn't have it but somebody around them in a vicinity or a classroom and then they can't participate or do things in life that they want to do that's not fair either hey i was 10 feet away from this guy or this girl that did test positive for covid and that's unfortunate for them they quarantine, they get better they get healthy but if after that initial test from the guy that was six or ten feet away from them comes back negative, there's no reason they should be quarantined for another two weeks and miss the things that they're here to do. I don't know. I just think we're going about a lot of this wrong. I know at the very beginning I was like, hey, let's shut down the world. Let's stop it. Let's get rid of this. I still kind of feel that way because now we're still lingering here. We've been lingering for a long time. We're still being affected and talking about this in October and it's going to be November. So, from March to November, we've been going through all this. And it's like we've been waving carrots and cookies in front of your face to get to play sports, get to have the opportunities that you should be able to have, or that we've been able to have in the past, and then you take it away. It's like you crumble up a cookie right in front of our faces, or the players' faces, or the coaches' faces, the administration's faces. Like we've seen from Marissa Justy, our guest on episode 124, the last episode, went to LaSalle University after graduating from LaSalle, Peru, to go play volleyball. They cut eight sports programs. That's because of funding. That's because there's no fans there. That's because they can't get, generate anything towards their programs. This is affecting a lot in a huge, huge scale. Some of us, even me, I don't see the big, broad picture here. I know I'm starting to dive into it and say here and there, but I have a feeling this is huge. This is going to rock us, affect us forever. Forever, it it totally is. A lot of us probably already thought that, but maybe to the magnitude that it really is going to. Like colleges are shutting down programs, maybe not get them back. Businesses all over the place are shutting down. The life of a small town business owner is pretty much null and void now. Like that's almost impossible. Like to put yourself in that situation is almost sort of suicide at this point. There's no way you can try to start a business right now. Not unless you are heavily backed with either money or a team, another company that you have a written contract that this is the deal, this is what's going to happen, here's how we're going to make money. And hopefully that works. But that is the only way that you could really do anything right now. You're a startup, and like, hey, we're going to build our business, and this is what we're going to do. For real. I don't really think that's going to happen at this point. And it's weird. People are kind of scared or leery about going to small stores or small communities. But then you go to Walmart, and there's 300 people in there. I don't get it. I don't get any of this. I hope. I don't even know. I was just going to say, I hope we get back to normal. But at this point, what's normal? We really don't even know what that is. But for the sake but for the sake of basketball players, high school athletes, college athletes, workers in general, just all of us, just trying to maintain our lives. If we test negative, we're good. We don't need to be quarantined and shut down our life for two weeks. Let's give these kids an opportunity to do the things that they may never, ever have the chance to do again. That is the worst part. Like, I am a huge sports fan. I mean, you're listening to a sports podcast hosted by me, Brandon LaChance. I played sports. I've written about sports. I've done blogs about sports. I've talked on the radio about sports. Everything in my life has been based around sports for the most part. I have been to professional football and baseball and basketball and hockey games and everything about my life is sports. But that's not even the worst part here is that you can't regularly watch sports or regularly talk about it or cover it or things like that. It's for these kids. High school kids may never have the opportunity to do this again. And maybe it's because I am one of those kids who squandered some opportunities. And I had mine. You know, I played here, I played there. But really didn't see my full potential, really didn't even get that out of me because I would have rather done the other things. I squandered that. You're not even giving these kids the opportunity. I hope things get turned around and worked out and kids are smart enough not to fall into the other things. Stay positive. Maybe that energy turns to homework and studies and... And maybe they become the governing bodies that figure out how to get rid of this. Because the way it's looking now, who knows when this stuff is going away and our lives are gonna return to semi-normal. Maybe they're the ones that have to sit home, think about some things, and figure all this out. Maybe, because who we got in charge, in power now, and the ones that could be in charge or in power, nothing's happening, nothing's changing. It's a lot of talk, it's a lot of words, and we're in the same circle, same cycle we've been in since March. Little changes here and there, couple dangled cookies and crackers, carrots, a little higher, a little higher, a little lower, a little lower, crumble a little piece here, then try to rebuild it, put it back, super glue, and then take it away again. It's getting annoying. It is affecting lifestyles and well-being, mental well-being for sure, of a lot of people. That was a very long soapbox, but I am like, hey, you know what, why not, let's do this. Just said the words, let's do this, just said mental well-being, got an idea to try to help those things out, find something to do, and improve your well-being. Since 2015, LP CrossFit has been offering something unique to the Illinois Valley. A customized way to get in shape while having fun. Whether you're new to exercise or an experienced athlete, LP CrossFit is the right place for you. LP CrossFit is a diverse community with a culture focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's names and support one another during workouts. LP CrossFit will help you reach your goals and get into the best shape of your life. LP CrossFit offers a weekly schedule of classes for every fitness fan. Whether you want to dial up the intensity or take a more relaxed approach, LP CrossFit's trained coaches tailor each and every workout for every athlete in every class. CrossFit classes are programmed with a mixture of bodyweight, gymnastic, barbell, and other movements to build strength and endurance. All small group classes are coach-led and all movements are infinitely scalable so they can work with any fitness level, injury or mobility restriction. Check out LP CrossFit on Facebook, online at lpcrossfit.com or in person in the Peru mall across from Secret Nails. You'll never have so much fun while getting so fit. World Series game six last night, it's clinched, it's over. The Los Angeles Dodgers defeat the Tampa Bay Rays 3-1, take the World Series. LA has now got two championships this, I guess, season. (laughs) It's weird, I don't even know timelines anymore. Lakers won, Dodgers win. Pretty awesome for the city of Los Angeles. I don't know if they're gonna get a Super Bowl ring as well. You got the Los Angeles Rams and Los Angeles Chargers, so you got two opportunities. But the Chargers only have two wins at this point, heading into week eight. Los Angeles Rams, our contender, no doubt that they're a contender. They're 5-2, just beat the Chicago Bears 24-10. Not going to talk about that anymore. The woes, I mean, it still hurts. It still hurts. The woes, it still hurts. Before breaking break into the game, I just did my soapbox on COVID-19. Justin Turner, for the Dodgers, goes to the plate in the first, fourth, sixth. He's on the field, he's playing the game. He gets pulled later in the game for testing positive for COVID-19. After he'd been around everybody, the Dodgers win, he comes back on the field with a mask to celebrate with his players, with his teammates. So we're not gonna let high school kids even start to play, even if there's no test positive. But this guy, maybe because he's a professional, is in the World Series, goes to the plate three times, is in the dugout, around all of his teammates, gets a test positive, which why doesn't the test results come back before he's in the game? That only makes sense. He's around everybody, then he gets a positive test and gets pulled. But then can come back on the field and be around everybody. How does that make any sense? That just put this on a whole other scale. ESPN, CBS Sports, Fox Sports, everybody is going to be diving into this crazy style. I already did many episodes and this episode. And now we got this going on with Justin Turner, the Dodgers. A full display of like, hey... This thing really doesn't matter to us. So why are we punishing high schools all over the country, colleges all over the country, saying they shouldn't play? Back to the game. The Rays started the scoring. Randy, I'm going to butcher his name. I was trying to say it last night as they were saying it on the TV. I did watch most of the game. I turned it on a little late, and I turned it off to go to sleep. I was going to do a show, and I'm like, you know what, I just need to go to sleep. I'll wake up in the morning and do it. So that's what I did. I turned off the very, very, very end of the game. I had already seen that the Dodgers were up 3-1, and it looked like it was over. I'm glad nothing crazy happened at the very end. I think I turned it off at bottom of the 8, in the top of the 9. One of those two. But I watched a fair, fair majority of it before I decided, hey, I got to go to sleep. But the Rays, Randy, Arozarena, hits a home run in the first. Tampa Bay has a 1-0 lead, go through the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, no scoring. Blake Snell was Tampa Bay's starting pitcher, had a walk, wasn't looking crazy sharp, but I didn't think he was done. In the 6th, he gets pulled and he was mad. They had to blur out his mouth and bleep him out because of the explicit language he was using after he saw the manager walking to the mound. Blake didn't even look at his manager. The skipper, when he came and took the ball out of his hand, he was mad. He was shaking his head no. He was huffing and puffing, walking away. So Nick Anderson comes in, throws a wild pitch. Austin Barnes scores for the Dodgers. Mookie Betts moves to third. Corey Seager, World Series MVP, hits a fielders choice, scores Betts. Rays were up 1-0, now trailing 2-1. Then Betts, in the eighth, hits a home run over center field. Game over. Energy sucked out of the Rays. All anticipation, excitement, desire, drive, ambition, zapped. You can see their faces. It was done. It was over. Over. The Dodgers had taken it at that point. Senior MVP of the World Series and should be. Awesome dude. Awesome player. Did a lot of crazy stuff in the World Series. Amazing. I am going to give my MVP nod, I've been doing that every game of the World Series. I'm going to give my nod to Mookie Betts. Right places, right time, power, finesse ball, did a little bit of everything. Fielding, I mean Betts is my guy for this game. For the Rays, I'm going to give it to Randy, or arena was 2 for 4, and then of course the home run gave him a run and an RBI. Rays didn't do much offensively, and Randy was the only spark plug they really had. On the mound, the win went to Victor Gonzalez, came in in the 6th inning, struck out the side, he only pitched one inning and one more batter, got the W. Came in, did his thing, left. the Dodgers were not scared with him on the mound. Nick Anderson, rightfully so, gets the L. He pitched to one batter, allowed an earned run on his wild crazy pitch, and pretty much cost the Rays the game. Don't like to put... That dark cloud over people's heads, but he pretty much lost the game for the race. That's just reality. Fantastic for the Dodgers, getting a World Series. It is the Dodgers' first World Series win since 1988. I was three years old. Actually, I was probably two, because the way it works out, World Series is either before or right around my birthday. So I was two or three when that happened. Congrats to the Dodgers. That's a long, long time. And they've had some pretty good teams, especially lately. They could have won a World Series in the last few years. We know the deals. (coughs) Houston Nationals. But they got this one. Maybe this was the baseball god saying, Hey, sorry we messed up here. We got you back. We got you. We got you. Here you go. But congratulations to the Dodgers. That was fun to watch. The World Series was awesome in general. The Rays, great team. Dodgers, amazing team. It was fun to watch. Glad I stayed up as long as I could to check that out. What we also need to be checking out is our homes. I don't know if COVID-19 has beat up our homes, but wear and tear, weather, all those other things that take a little piece here and there, kind of start to destroy things. It's time to renovate, it's time to fix. Whether it's a light fixture or an entire kitchen remodel, Olson Construction is here to help the family owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty. Olsen Construction specializes in roofing, siding, windows, doors, deck designs, garage additions, room additions, and remodels. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olsen have been in construction for over 10 years and are willing and able to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. For a free estimate, call Olsen Construction, which is fully licensed and insured, at 815-910-5982. Olsen Construction can also be located on Facebook at the Olsen Construction LLC page or via email, olsenconstruction19 at gmail.com. Well, about time to wrap up this intro, shoot it to Bo Gerber, flying across the country. Well, not yet, but plans to soon. Have a lot of shows in the works, lining up interviews, keeping it moving. Don't have a detailed schedule yet, so please check out Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, and Twitter, Edge of Your Seat P, for schedule listings. I know this last week was kind of crazy. I had to move some stuff around a few times. Life is just throwing bows, throwing some jabs, ducking, diving, swinging back with podcasts. That's what we're doing. That's what we do at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Monday was the second-to-last show of Big Brother. Tonight, Wednesday, October 28th is the season finale, so we will talk some Big Brother, the final three, who won, all that great stuff on the next episode. And we will have a deep dive on Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms album from 1985. Put a poll on Facebook and Twitter of the albums that were dominating the charts in 1985 in October You know, the birthday thing? Yeah, that's why I did that. (laughs) Dire Straits 1, checking them out. The very next show, hoping to be Thursday, might be Friday, but that will be included. Talk about some older music. Okay, like 30 years old music. All right, all right, 35 years old. (laughs) Music that's 35 years old, but still kind of cool. Gotta go back and check things out. That will be the next show. This show, intro's done. Let's kick it to Bo Gerber, St. Pete Sr., wanting to fly everywhere. Until next time, peace. This is a cool, crazy day, and it's actually getting cool. Like, literally, it's getting cool outside, middle of October. I guess that's what happens. But it's also cool, crazy, because we have an athlete joining us today who's not just an athlete, but trying to do other things. I'll let him say what he's trying to do. But Bo Gerber, thanks for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast.
1: Hello, I am currently a senior at St. Bede, and I'm a student pilot hoping to get my private pilot's license. That
0: is fantastic. So not only a student at St. Bede, you're a baseball player, have been for four years with the Bruins, but you're also a pilot? Yes, I'm trying to be. What is it about the air or airplanes, or what got you into that?
1: I've just always flown, went on vacations, and loved being in the plane, so... Uh, I'd say two years ago, I took like an intro flight. And then this past January, I started flying in Peru with my instructor. But then he got a different job at DuPage Airport up in DuPage County. And I'd say March, I transferred up there. And now I'm currently up there working on my license. So you're going to have your pilot's license
0: before some people even get their driver's license.
1: Yeah, I should have it by New
0: Year's probably. That is awesome. So, is this something that you've you know always wanted? I know you said you know two years ago you started the the process, but is this something as a kid you're like, hey, I want to fly?
1: I didn't really know that I could do it. I just thought it seemed cool. And then when I figured out like it was something that I could do, then yeah, I've wanted to do it since then.
0: Awesome, very cool. Is it something that you want to do as a profession, a career, or just something that you want to be able to do leisurely or whenever you want to?
1: Yeah, I'm hoping to do it as a career and work for a major airline one day.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Do the bigger
0: planes look cooler and seem like a better idea than like little, I guess, crop planes or anything
1: like that? For sure. The plane I fly right now is really small compared to some of the planes that I'll be flying in the future, but... I'm excited
0: for it. Definitely. Very cool. Very cool.
1: What do you think is the highest that you've been so
0: far in a plane?
1: We're under a Class Bravo airspace in Chicago with O'Hare next to us. But we're, I'm working on my cross-country phase right now, so I'd say about 4,000 feet, so not too high. Not
0: too high. That's 4,000 feet.
1: I don't know. I could go higher.
0: <laughs> Have you ever thought about jumping out, little parachute action?
1: Actually, I was supposed to jump out of a plane three weeks ago now, but it got canceled because the winds were too high. So now we are rescheduled for October 26th and hopefully jumping then.
0: So you're legitimately going to jump out of a plane? Yep. That's one thing that's on my bucket list. Something I've always wanted to do is jump out of a plane. It sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I've wanted to do that since I was about five years old. My mom had a friend who jumped out, and since then I've wanted
0: to. So you're more excited than nervous, like you're all gung-ho, you're ready. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. You know, trying to get your pilot's license and, you know, going all in on that, do you think it's taken away from studies or sports or anything like that, or have you been able to manage your schedules and be able to do everything as you want to?
1: Right now, I'm managing my schedule pretty well. I fly probably anywhere from two to four times a week. So when I do fly, I'm trying to get my homework and everything done beforehand, so I'm not doing it super late at night. But I don't think it's been really bad. Have you ever tried to do your homework while flying? I have
0: not. That probably wouldn't be a good idea. That would be hard. That would be difficult. That's crazy, though. Like, most kids, I could say, hey, have you ever tried to do your homework and drive a car? Some might say yes, but you, in an airplane, have you ever done your homework? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, no. Is aviation what you're going to go to in college? Do you plan to go to college to continue your dream of flying?
1: I applied to four colleges, and I was accepted into all of them, but the college that I like most is Western Michigan, so that'll be where I end up going. Nice.
0: What were the other three colleges that were in the the might go to pile? Um, Southern Illinois, Indiana State, and Minnesota State. That just kind of rocks my heart a little bit. I'm a SIU grad. Love Carbondale. Love the Salukis. I'm kind of disappointed now.
1: <laughs> I just I liked the uh, I liked Western Michigan's aviation program and campus
0: folk, including. Nah, Western Michigan's a good school, too, so congrats, man. That's big news. That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. So are you going to fly the plane up there when you go to school and, like, jump out into your first class? Probably
1: not that, but, like, if, if I wanted to come home on a long weekend, I could just rent one of the planes and fly into Peru here. Oh, that'd be fantastic.
0: Yeah. Make going home real easy. Yeah, a lot
1: quicker. Yeah, true. How long of a flight would that be? I've looked all this up, but that would be about a 56-minute flight, but there's time change. So if I left, like, Western Michigan, I would, at 4 o'clock, I would land in Peru at 3.56. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, but then going back would be adding an hour so. <laughs> That's pretty
0: cool, though. I like that. That's pretty cool. How long of a drive is it? It's about... Three hours, maybe three and a half hours. Flying, way better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. a lot more fun. I know it is the fall, moving into the winter. You are a baseball player. Didn't get to play your junior season. How excited are you to actually get to play if everything stays the way it is at the moment?
1: I'm truly excited to play. I think it's weird how we're going to be playing like after I graduate, even though happening i'm still pretty excited to play i've missed out on playing last year how long have you been playing baseball
0: i know i said four years with the bruins but usually baseball is a sport you pick up when you're younger when did you first start playing
1: i think the first time i started playing was when i was i'd say seven or six
0: so this has been quite a bit about 10 years 11 years
1: yeah do
0: you plan to fly to baseball games
1: Um, maybe, like, major league games. I haven't really thought about that, but that'd be cool. I think that
0: would be an awesome way to go to a game. That'd be fun. Go back to baseball real quick. Coach Bill Booker is a friend of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. I've known him for quite a while. What is it like playing for Coach Booker?
1: I love having him as a coach. He's tough on you, but he's a great coach and a great teacher, like, He'll help you with anything you need. And he's really
0: accepting to different people. How has he been through this, through the COVID-19 era that we're in? Like I said, he didn't get to play in the spring for your junior season. Now your senior season is moved from the spring to kind of like the summer, like you said, after you graduate. How has Booker contacted you guys and like tried to keep you in the fold, even though it's been a while since the baseball team has actually been able to play?
1: I know he's hated it. Like He's wanted to play so bad, but this summer we had a couple of summer games against Ottawa High School. And then this fall, um, we had like 20 contact days or something. We did a lot of scrimmaging and got the team together, had a few practices going. And he's really just texted us if he, if he needed to tell us something.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. He's always been a good guy, and I'm sure he's... Real opening and easy to talk to if you need anything.
1: Yeah, he is. I personally think that he's a great guy and great coach, easy to talk to, and could ask him anything, even if it's not about baseball. Do you ask him any advice on how to fly? I do not. I'm not sure Coach Booker would know that answer.
0: You should know just to see what he says.
1: I've talked to him about flying, but I've never asked him about what to do or anything. I feel like he would be the one asking me that. Hopefully,
0: hopefully that was the case. We should just ask him one day just to see what he says. Maybe I will. (laughs) Have you and, you know, your Bruin teammates got together, talked about baseball, think about baseball, played catch, anything to try to keep it going?
1: Me and some of my friends and teammates have played a few, like, pickup games or just Went to the cages and hit, played catch, etc. You guys should have been, like, sandlot baseball all summer. That's kind of how it was. We would play a lot of pickup games with, like, different people all summer. Or just playing catch, going to the cage, hitting. Because there was nothing else to do. For sure. Has it been weird with the
0: COVID-19 and going to school as well, trying to be a student?
1: Yeah, it's a lot different than normal, like... At St. Bede, we've been in person since August 20th every day, except Wednesdays, and we have to wear our masks every day, we get our temperature checked, we have a form to fill out for COVID, Um, there's like boundaries up in the hallways or whatever, so you go like up one staircase and then down another, yeah, it's different. Definitely a different time than we're in, my friend, definitely different. Well, I got
0: one more question for you before we play an amazing game of Hot Potato. Is there anything that you want to fly besides an airplane? you ever think about helicopters or anything like that? Or has it just kind of been like planes and, you know, a, a big airline?
1: It's kind of just been planes. Maybe like a, this isn't really flying it, but like a wingsuit. You know how if you go skydiving, you have the parachute, but some people have like a wingsuit on. I think that would be cool to fly one of those on. Or I want to get my uh, seaplane rating so that I can land in the water. That would be cool. Yeah. So you have to
0: have a special license to be able to do that? Yeah, you do. There's
1: a lot of different licenses you can get, but I'll be getting my private license in January sometime. And then in college, I'll have to get both my commercial licenses, my instrument license, and my instructor licenses. And then I can get my um, seaplane rating if I want
0: to. Okay. So a lot of different things that you can do and a lot of things that you could shoot for. It's a big variety. Is there any, like, dream destination? Somewhere like, hey, I would definitely want to fly here and check it out.
1: I want to fly to Switzerland just so I can go skiing there. So fly to
0: Switzerland, jump out of the plane, right into skis down the mountain. Yep, that'd be pretty fun. Let's play a game of hot potato. You ready? I am. Hopefully it doesn't burn your hands. Uh, We don't want any, you know, bad things to happen. Got to stay safe. But you ready for some hot potato? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's start with St. B colors. Green or white? Green. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Colgate or Crest? Uh, Crest. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? MJ, all the way. Chicago Cubs or Chicago White Sox? Cubs. If you're going on vacation, mountains or beach?
1: Mountains.
0: And one more just for kicks and giggles. Fruity pebbles, cookie crisp. Um uh, fruity pebbles. Awesome. That didn't you didn't get hurt, right? Not burnt. You're alright. Not burnt. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well Bo. Definitely appreciate you joining Edge of Your Sea Podcast. Had a lot of fun talking about planes and destinations and all of that, as well as baseball and being a student athlete at St. Bede. So thank you for spending some time with us, my friend. All right. Thank you for having me.